0: He's got it, rolls left, looks, looks, nowhere to go, Stafford fires, Enzo. up, caught, touchdown whoa, baby, what a throw by Stafford, and what a job by Marvin Jones to get both feet down. He looked for all the world like Stafford had nowhere to go, but he found the smallest of openings and turned it into a touchdown.
1: Hello everybody, and welcome back to the Motor City Misery Podcast, where we bring the brutal truth to your Michigan sports. My name is Gavin Gonzalez and today I'm joined by Donovan Collins. And today we are going to get into a plethora of topics, starting with the Lions versus Packers game. Don, let's hear your um initial reactions to the game. Well, the Packers did what they uh
0: you know what they usually do and they win games and they won the NFC North again. And it's uh sad to see. <laughs> uh Ryan Ryan Price is probably pretty happy about it again. Yeah, he is. Um so, I mean, what what did you expect? I mean, th- through the game, I think the one thing that you could take away is that we just did not have the talent defensively, and they just nickel and dimed us. And I didn't
1: expect a, you know, other result other than that. No, neither did I. Um, the fact that we lost by touchdown, though, really messed with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um... it would, listen, it like it would,
0: we'll dive into it more, but it was a little bit closer game than I, you know, thought it would be. Um, and it might have been because of the coaching change and, you know, some different things going on, but um, we're seemingly going into a new
1: era of Lions football right now. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll jump into that. Well, let's dive into some individual stats first. Stafford with 244 yards, a touchdown. Um, he was sacked four times, which is kind of terrible. Yeah. Um, but then you look at TJ Hawkinson, he's also, he had a good game. He He should be, he should be, he should be a Pro Bowl guy, TJ Hawkinson. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, 51 yards rushing as a team. Um, that's never going to get the job done. Never. Um, so, you know, that's something that needs to, you know, improve, you know, next year when, we bring in I, our stats. Well, not even that.
0: How um, about when DeAndre Swift is healthy and carry on and we're more healthy? Um, yeah. And maybe with our defense, maybe holding teams to three points instead of seven or, you know, getting a getting a punt. I haven't seen many punt returns from our team, which is funny. Um, Or maybe forcing a three now or a punt. Would be nice as well. We could probably get more, more of
1: a rushing attack. Yeah, definitely. I think that that's something that needs to change, and it needs to change as soon as the staff is brought in. Um, which is something we'll, <clears throat> excuse me, which is something we'll get into more later. Yep. Um, three of four in the red zone. Packers had thirty-five minutes and thirty seconds um, of possession, while Detroit had twenty-four minutes yeah. and thirty seconds. Yeah, they they nickelled and dimed us. I
0: mean, that third quarter was a killer. They started with the ball, and they didn't finish till like six minutes left in the in like what the third quarter, so like nine minutes of offense I mean that's just a killer defensively i mean there's but we shouldn't we question very questionable call on a holding there would that would have made it a three and out though at the beginning of that third quarter, deep on uh, a or or how do you say it um yeah on market on Marcus, Marcus Valdez scantley I'm pretty sure I don't know if I agree with that call there i mean and it was thrown late that flag was thrown very late but what are you going to what do you expect against you know Detroit this this thing's happened to us one too many times now and but you know packers took took it to their advantage and they chewed up clock and just absolutely destroyed i think detroit had
1: three plays of offense that quarter three plays yeah you know that's you're not going to win a football game with that. <laughs> Simply put, you're not going to win a football game. Um, overall, I want to hear your thoughts on your play from the team offensively and defensively uh, kind of more in depth. Um, obviously, we already touched on, you know, individual players, but overall offensive and defensive play, what were your thoughts? I think offensively,
0: we, we, we did fine offensively if you think about it. I mean, Staff, Stafford, again, looked good before he got injured. Um, the offense looked decent. There was a good little balance going on. I like seeing DeAndre Swift back, dude. Do you, you could just tell when there's a different vibe when you know DeAndre Swift's out there. Mm-hmm. He just gives you such an advantage. Um, and I'm and I'm I'm very looking, you know, not very looking, but very excited and, and looking forward to. You know, next year, what they what they can do with him, man. He He's an Alvin Kamara-type player. He really is. He can run. He can catch out of the backfield. And he can get yards after the play. I mean, I like
1: the comparison. Yeah. I like the comparison. I like yeah. the comparison. I think he, he,
0: he is because, you know what, he's not – he can run well. I mean, he's obviously not like Saquon Barkley-type, you know, runner. But he runs well and he runs for first downs. He can catch the ball out of the backfield and get you – a lot of yards out of the backfield he's, he's a you know what do they call a uh, swiss army knife mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i and i love watching him play and that's probably the player i'm most excited to see in these next coming years he is he can turn he can turn this team around i think more than what people expect the guy the guy's he's a stud um but offensively with, with what they had in 24 minutes of possession, they did they did all right. I mean, the it, it hurts to see them get, have three plays in the third quarter, but it obviously doesn't help when, you know, as we go on to defense now. The defense, you could just tell, man, I mean, you know, you had uh, Everson Griffin out, so that's all right, and Trey Flower. I mean, you have all these guys that are injured. I mean, half our corners get in. Darrell Roberts got hurt during the game, so we were down to our last corner on defense with Mike Ford. Um, and the talent, man, the talent just isn't there. You can tell they just they just out talented us on offense with that first score with uh, Devontae Adams. I mean, how how easy was that? How easy did that look? Yeah. Um, and that and that's what you got from this Bob Quinn Patricia roster that they put put together. So. Well, I mean, yeah, this defense—it's got to be revamped. It's the depl-
1: it's depleted, you know, with injuries and just talent. I think whoever is brought in to be the new general manager of this team needs to seriously look at just completely revamping this team in the draft, this de- defense, excuse me, in the draft. Um,
0: exactly. You know what? You don't have to get not not. I mean, you could keep some guys. Obviously, you're going to keep Okuda. You, who's who's it looks like he's been playing hurt the whole year. So, I mean, he remember he he was injured at the beginning of the season. He did not play in the, in the you know opener of this season. So, it looks like he was dealing with an injury all year, and he barely played. And I would not give um like all of my negativity like say oh he's a bust you know right away. Give him some time next year. We'll see. Okay, because this year. Just – this has been a weird year, you know, in every sport. And just let's give him next year. And let's give him – I'd say give him half the season next year. And then we can make a, you know, certain, you know, clarification on what he's going to be. Because he was thrown in the fire playing Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins. Let's wait till next year. And then, obviously, you know, other guys you'll bring back. I think you bring Everson Griffin back. Um, he was cheap. He's cheap, right? He's 33. I think you can, well, he's going to be 33 next year. Bring him in as an out, you know, outside end. I, I would not mind that. And even if you draft someone, you, then you have somebody that, you know, that's a veteran. And it can teach them the ropes a little bit. Um, I don't know about Trey flowers, the linebackers, they can go ever. And all the corners can go to and safeties besides Tracy Walker and I think uh, Okora, Romeo Okora, the older one. I don't know what his contract is, but he's going to cost some money. He has
1: like eight sacks this year. Yeah, but that's something you have to look into um, in terms of bringing him back. Yeah, you, you got to consider bringing him back if he. Has- yeah,
0: but if we're if we we got to draft defense, um, you can maybe dry, draft another old lineman and a wide receiver. You could probably do that late in the later rounds, but you got to go defense. We need a linebacker. We need a guy that can go sideline to sideline with speed, with power, and that's smart, can read, you know, read his keys. I think a lot of times our linebackers, um, like Tavai, just does doesn't fill in the right gap. And that's what allows big runs. And you we need guys Tavai, that go. Yeah, I dude, I hate him. He's terrible. <laughs> um he can't he can't tackle, he can't read a key. I mean, uh, and we need guys that are quick enough to stay st- if we're gonna play man. When we do play man, we need a guy that can be quick enough to, you know, he can chuck a guy, chuck a tight end at the line and, you know, stay with them or or a running back out of the backfield. Because we've seen – we've been burnt so many times the past couple years playing man and having a linebacker. Like Jamie Collins against uh, Duke Johnson against the Texans. So uh, defensively, let's draft some guys, maybe bring in a couple people,
1: maybe turn this thing around. If you're an optimistic, Lions fan. Well, you can only hope so. Yeah, you can only hope that that's the case. That's going to be the case. Whoever we bring in, um, and I, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get it. Want to get that right now? Yeah, let's get right into that. I was going to say, speaking of, um, Lewis Riddick is being interviewed today by the Detroit yes, Lions.
0: I'm very excited, and I brought very him up the last couple of weeks, and I think, and I just tweeted this out. I think, um. And but this time and not even that, how about the Spielman hiring yesterday too? Mm-hmm. I like, I like that the direction. And you know what? You know what's funny is that he's he's basically gonna be the president without the president title. He's he's like he's that football guy in that, you know, top of the front office that answers to nobody and will have a you know, an overseeing on everything football related. And I think that's that it's a step in this organization that they should, should have taken a long time ago. But now that they're doing it, I see, you know, there's a little bit of light. I see just a tiny bit. Not a lot, but there's a tiny bit for this organization. Maybe a little bit of hope because that signing's bigger than what everybody thinks. Rod Wood, the president, he's not a football guy. He's clearly stated that, that he's not a football guy. He doesn't know that. That's why I think they hired Spielman.
1: I do like the direction they're pointing towards, and – the direction that this team overall is heading in with that hiring. You can tell that um, even with just interviewing Lewis Riddick, things are starting yes. to look bright. You yes. Know? I,
0: think, I think we talked about this last week, and I just tweeted out. I think the best case scenario for this team is how obviously that Spielman hiring, Louis Riddick GM, Robert Salad head coach, and Babelet offense coordinator. I think that is the best. Case scenario for this team next season. I really hope we don't lose in the Texans, and I think we are because I think Lewis Riddick would love to build around around Deshaun Watson. But then again, he's also spoke highly of Matthew Stafford every single time he's watched him play or tweeted, you know, tweeting during the game.
1: I think that even if he wanted to build around Deshaun Watson, he could do that here and. drafting a young quarterback maybe not this year but maybe next year yeah or maybe yeah, even this year maybe even this year where you pull the Kansas City Chiefs and you, you draft and, your Patrick Mahomes and you and you draft someone who you know that Matthew Stafford can mold you can do that but they remember you had to go in that direction full on you can't we can't half ass it right
0: we can't do that anymore um right?
1: i mean if you if, i think Louis Riddick's the kind of guy that would do that he would go all in on exactly that. exactly um but if you draft I think the and if we do draft the quarterback, I still think we've
0: played Stafford because he has two years left here. Oh, no doubt. I, I was I about think, to say I he, think his, pull, uh, I, I don't understand I don't understand this, you know, uh what's going on with oh we're gonna get rid of dude, Stafford's contract's up in two thousand twenty three. Like I don't know if we're gonna trade him this off season. And I don't think people are gonna want him, especially if he's hurt right now. Um I obviously people are gonna want I think, but like I just don't think He's as appetizing as we think he is, just because he's on the Lions, and that, and only because he's on the Lions.
1: I think that if even if you pull a Green Bay Packers and you draft a Jordan Love late in the first round, when you have your guy and Aaron Rodgers, and we have our guy and Matthew Stafford, I wouldn't be opposed to that. No, Where I wouldn't if, either. You know, if we trade up in the late first round and we take, you know someone who can be the next our next guy uh-huh. while all while keeping Matthew Stafford and, and letting him mold whoever we decide to take into the player we want him to be. Because Matthew yeah. Stafford knows that he's almost done. Yeah. I this he is knows, I, this is very this is his very last
0: go around here I think. I I personally think he's gonna stay with this GM, this new GM, new coach for a couple, for one or two seasons gonna take a look at him and his career and his family and say okay you know what let's uh let's go play for 118 let's secure the bag you know for the last couple of year, years of my career because he's only third guys you gotta remember he's only like what 31 32 Aaron Rodgers I mean obviously he's Aaron Rodgers but he's 37 and he's still in the prime of his career quarterbacks can last a long time in this league so don't
1: throw out you know the age I
0: yeah I would not throw it out there yet.
1: No, I wouldn't either. Just because Matthew Stafford's Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford has been playing for the Lions for his entire career, so that's why fans are so keen to 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 annihilate him. Yeah, it, it, they don't realize that. Hey, we we didn't. He didn't fail us. We failed him.
0: Exactly. And it
1: and and you know what? You can't.
0: You cannot say that we failed him. I mean, you that he failed us because you can put that same exact thing on Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, even though they're not a quarterback, but they were a, a play, they were a huge player for us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's just what this organization does to players, and hopefully, this next regime will uh, come in and change that.
1: Well, let's talk some Michigan football, then. Um, there, things are not looking too hot in Ann Arbor right now. I think, Um, yeah, um, lots of uncertainty, and they're losing recruits because of that. They lost one to Maryland. They lost one to UCLA. It's not looking too hot. It's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, like like we said last week, what did
0: I say last week? Because of uncertainty around this head coach and around this program, they will lose recruits, and they've already lost two today. And I'm sure they're going to lose more, and that's just how it's going to go. You don't want to play for a coach that recruits you, and maybe it won't even be there, so you have to take your safety valve option now is that option what they wanted to take these players probably not, but here we are they had they took what they you know what was given to them.
1: you know that's just gonna head it's inevitable at this point um until he signs an extension or comes out and says something, or um uh, the a d says something it's, yep. this is gonna happen,
0: yep. No, so, yeah, no – I mean, there's no other way around it. Than if you were – again, if you were a player and you're and you're playing for a college and you don't think your coach is going to be there, then why would I go there?
1: You know? Exactly, exactly. Michigan State football, on the other hand, things are not looking the best, but a lot more promising than there in Ann Arbor. I'll tell you that I, much right l- now.
0: Listen, what Michigan State just has to do is just finish on a good note this Saturday against, uh, what, Maryland? Yeah, Maryland. Yep. All they, they just got to finish out a good note. They don't have the, I don't think they have to win the game, but if they, it'd be nice. If they came off the win, but I think execution, I think on what they want to do and what Mel Tucker wants to do is what they're looking for. And, um, they've shown, they've shown they can get big wins when they need them. Obviously. Um, and, this year this year has been promising, even though there's more losses in the, you know, in the loss column than there is win. But, again, with what, what we talked about, what they've had to work with, what they've had to work through, this year wasn't bad for them. And I think they can finish off this year. If they just execute what they want to do on Saturday, they, um, I, I think it will lead in next year with some high hopes because then you get your new recruits, your, you know, your guys understand what, type of game plan you want to put down offensive defensively and uh you can you know have guys that gather around coach tucker and you know let's we'll see where this thing goes
1: yeah dan we've um we've talked about this before on the pod uh it's it's gonna be a work in progress and you know it will be for you know this saturday we we might not win uh we might win but it really doesn't matter as long as we finish strong Yep. um you know, don't get blown out. I think that you know, I've noticed a lot on Twitter, dude, just reading these tweets by the recruits mm-hmm. that Mel Tucker has, they're excited about Spartan football. Yeah,
0: they're part of it. listen, when you're joining something new, um, and it's something to get excited about. You know, when you when you join you know, you when you go to Michigan State for your first year and you're up there for your first week of classes and it's just like, dude, yeah, I'm part of this or when you join your new yeah. high school, or when you're starting a new season of any sport you were playing when you were younger, you get to see your friends, get to meet new people, get to, you know, it's exciting, you know. Um, and I think they're really going to buy into
1: this new this new era here. Yeah, and I talked to a couple of recruits, one of them being Kevin Wigginton III. Um, he's excited, man. He is – they are all excited. Yeah, I bet. They are very, very locked in. They're all in on this program, and I love to see that. And that just goes to show about Mel Tucker and the future of this program. So I'm excited and we talked about this. We'll continue to talk about it. Uh-huh. Lots. There's gonna be ups and downs, right? Yes. But that's that's the only way to success. I, you've you hit, know, success isn't a linear line. Yeah, it's not, you've it's hit not right linear. Bottom already,
0: and you're and you're you're slowly climbing up. And I think you'll take a couple more steps this Saturday if you can, you know, do what you want to do and get a win.
1: No doubt. No doubt. I think it's gonna be um very bright future. Mm-hmm. But um unlike Michigan State football, Michigan State basketball is not at rock bottom. They sit number 4 in the nation. Yep. Um you know, it's something that as Michigan State students, that's something that we you know, that's something that we always have had and probably will have until we graduate, a solid Michigan State basketball program. Yep. Um they play they open up their Big 10 play um, Sunday against Northwestern. Sunday. Yeah. So, yep. Sunday versus Northwestern. Um, Michigan opens up against Penn state. Well, they did, they did um, open up against Penn state. They ended up getting that win. Close game. Yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant to say. They already opened up. Um, so it, it's, it's, this is going to be a uh, very fun to watch. Very fun. Basketball to watch the big 10 basketball wise is very good. Probably the be- best conference again, I'd say. Yep. So it's going to be fun to watch. Um, I think we walk. I think we we're playing at Northwestern, correct? Yes. I think we walk out of there with a the win. I think so win. too. I think we walk um, out with another statement win there. You know, yeah. but the
0: Big Ten, I know, it's like you know, Michigan State's here. I think they're going to win the Big Ten, and I think they can start off by pounding you know
1: Northwestern away. I want to take a look and see when we play Illinois. I don't think we play them till late in the season. Let's see. We don't play them. I don't think we play them for like February, or January, January twenty third. Okay, well, we play Iowa on January fourth. Or yeah, January. Iowa's 23rd. gonna be another tough game. So Ohio State's ranked twenty right now. Michigan's number twenty five. Well, Michigan State, Michigan three. State has that
0: has a tough Christmas Day game too against Wisconsin at home. Yep. Yeah, the Big Ten's looking good. Dude. Yeah. Wow. So whoever comes out of the Big Ten and wins the Big Ten tournament, you know they they're going to have a pretty decent path in uh, March Madness. So, yeah, it's going to be a big Christmas Day game. Yep. You just big if you're a Big Ten team, you just got to win. You just got win. You know, a couple of the big games that you play because it's going to be a decent amount, and you'll see yourself, you know, nicely seeded in that March Madness tournament.
1: Yeah, next year we're going to drop our power rankings, guys, um, for the Big Ten. Um, we're not sure how we're going to do that yet, but we're going to do something with that. We'll figure it out. Uh, it's going to be fun. Well, yeah, it's going to be fun. We'll figure it out. All right, everybody. Well, that's going to do it for us today. We appreciate you tuning in and listening to the pod. Uh, stay tuned. Next Wednesday we will be dropping our next episode featuring our power rankings and yes, probably another Lions loss. <laughs> so um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you.